Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Hey guys, happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Hope you're having a good day so far. A good morning. We haven't done this in a long time together. I know, I know. I was literally just thinking that. I was just thinking that. It's been since before, definitely before Christmas. Yeah. It might have been um, because there was some way before Christmas. Yeah, maybe before Thanksgiving because we've had some some snafus where you were out and then I don't know. People were out. I was covering for them. Then we're just yeah. We're here. Doing this. We're here. Good morning. Get to do this with my daughter today. I love it. And uh, you know, it's interesting. She's the baby. Of uh, our kids, and and so to think one day I'll be doing a podcast with this school. She's smarter Can than I, I am. <laughs> <No. Not laughs> Definitely true. more anointed. Definitely not true. So we've been talking this week about red light, green light. I think everybody's got um, a take on this. You know, uh, you know what? Let's let's do something a little bit different. You know, maybe we can open it up. I put these guys solidly on the spot. You know, we've been talking about. I mean, primarily we've been talking about. <laughs> When you say no to God, or you say no to you say no to, to to man to things around you, so that you can for the purpose, not just to say no. You know, sometimes we say my granddaughter, she's too um, her favorite words, no, like you, you know, and then it no doesn't even mean no now. Like it's like, hey, do you want some? Do you want some of this you know, cookie? Candy? And yeah. she's like, no. And then you're like, okay. And then you, she's like, candy. You know, like in other words, <laughs> yep. Yeah, she just is thinking, like, whatever he asked me, no. Hey, do you need help? No. Let me pick you up? No. So don't say no to say no. Mm-hmm. That's that's not what, what I want to talk about. What I what I want us to get, hopefully, out of this is that there's some things that God is trying to get us to say yes to, and then yeah. there are some things that God never intended on us to say yes to. And so um, maybe some comments, you know, with regards to, to really leaning towards doing more of what God has in store for you this year, mm-hmm. Mike or Ez or, um, so this Ashton, don't get red in the face, but I'm going to talk about this. Cause I know what you're going to say okay. as soon as I start talking about this, <clears throat> this past Sunday, um, something happened between with myself, um, at our church and Monday with we started myself. 21. I'm, I'm keeping it as vague as possible. With myself. Yeah. Um, but it's Monday, we were, Monday mad. we started our 21 days of fasting and, Ashton and I talked Sunday night and she kind of challenged me on something and I'd already been thinking about the idea that this is what I should give up for the fasting because ultimately I should give it up as a whole. And she challenged me like, hey, maybe that is what you should be doing. I'm not going to, you know, judge you or anything like that, but maybe that's what God's telling you you should be giving up. And ultimately I made the decision that Monday morning that that's what I was going to give up. And it was just kind of basically this whole week was saying yes to God. God really was telling me this is what you need to let go of in your life. And it took somebody else challenging me on it. So I, that was that like this week has kind of been confirmation of the decision that I made, you know, Monday morning when I woke up. Mm, I'm good. not mad at all. I know, but I, the mo- if I didn't preface it, the moment I started talking about it, you'd been like, oh my gosh, are you really going to talk about this on air? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, this, that's an awesome Example, isn't it cool how God puts? And we'll go to Ez here, but isn't it cool how God puts things into action when we talk about them? Like when mm-hmm. we start talking about His Word and start delving into to a subject. I mean, it's not like, you saying dove. I don't know if I you know, guys have, up with that? in the past we have roasted Mike. We'll have to like 
link a clip or something to it where we literally roasted Mike for saying Delve. The crazy thing about Delve is it's got to be like a like a middle medieval <laughs> like time frame word or something like you know you know go into the Delve into the center of the forest. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a word you don't use anymore. Yeah, like you don't go like hey. I'm going, Tom Brady doesn't look in the huddle and it's like, all right, listen, I want you to delve in the middle of that. There's two guys right there. That's where the ball's going to be. It's just not a word we use. Anyway, Ed? Um, I mean, I think I would say to me this series has been about prioritization mm. and figuring out what it is that, um, I don't know, just things that you realize that you should be saying no to, even though it might be difficult or challenging or it might adjust your life that you've been so comfortable with mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. it's this something that you know these are good changes that need to be made you just don't see it until you've put the effort in to make those changes in the first place mm -hmm. and so I think for me that um, so far this year I've been trying to um, apply that in a sense of like you know I'm not trying to keep things in so much yeah. I tend to bottle things yeah. a lot and so I'm trying to be more open with my relationships and open with myself and mm. kind of communicating differently and it's been very difficult and I'm finding myself having to break out of silence a lot and mm -hmm. so like but it's been really helpful and I feel like already with certain relationships that I have with friends and um, my partner and everything that like it's been a lot stronger since then so mm, I mean cool. it does have a benefit to it and like when you stop and you know take that time to say no to you know certain choices you would have made in the previous year or even the past couple of years and you start saying yes to new experiences and new ways of communication um, and again prayer and things of that nature like then you definitely start to see a benefit and it's working for me so it's awesome it's cool super awesome that's good honestly stuff, you said yeah. something super key though like you're you know you're you're called to something you said it in another way but like you're called to something but you're not called to everything and you know that's like a huge thing when you got like understand that that point in time like that God's called you to something I think there's like these two extremes that we have as you know believers and as people it's like did God even call me to anything and I, I feel like I have no purpose I have no you know calling I have no destiny destiny that he wants to bring me to right or we have this oh I need to say yes to everything because every opportunity must be a God opportunity <clears throat> and rather than meeting that in the middle and saying God's called me to something but he's not called me to everything. And, he, you know, he's called me to a specific thing that he has for my life. And I have the ability to, you know, walk in obedience to it or just say yes to everything and hope that along the way I say yes to his plan. Yeah, it is, there's so much you can go into this, you know, in Delvin. <laughs> there's so much you can <laughs> extrapolate <clears throat> this into this. It, it, and I want, and I, so I don't want to get too deep because it's Thursday and we don't have – we don't have a lot of time left in this subject, you know, per se. But, you know, one of the things, and I don't want to also don't want to make it about ministry, you know, because, you know, even though we're a business yeah. here, uh, multiple of you guys serve in ministry as well. And, and it could be about that. But let's just give one example over the years. And this is something I see even now. And Ashton said this, you know, it's like, has God even called me to anything? Or you know, do I have a purpose? And I think sometimes the, and I don't really know 100% what the breakdown is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to land it on. And you'll see in a minute, I'm going to land the breakdown possibly on maybe we need to equip more people and we need to raise up more people. And, and sometimes we as people need to plug into some things for the sake of, listen, hear me on this, for the sake of Christ and not mostly for the sake of community. And hear me on this, for the sake of Christ and not necessarily for the sake of community. And I'll explain what I mean. Like, for instance, if you're called to, to worship team, you have a anointed voice and a beautiful voice. And obviously <clears throat> that's not the only 
prerequisite, but you, you know, I mean, like if you're like, Hey, I feel like I'm called to like lead a worship team and you can't carry a tune in a bucket. That may not be mm-hmm. your calling. So there is some things. Yeah, please don't try out. for my thing. No, no. But <laughs> so kidding. here you are. And so like you go to like a meeting last night, you know, you, you go to a meeting last night and you see, you know, the, the positions like that maybe are gravitated toward people gravitate to that limelight. And then there's friends and there's people that hang around with that and they want to be like part of the part of that team and part of the extended and part of the entourage and part of the hangout and part of the, and then you've got it, but they're really not, that's not their purpose, but they're kind of there. And those could be the people that some of those people could be some of the people that go, what is my purpose? Yeah. But here's the thing. So, but they're so like, I'm, I don't want to miss out. I'm so in the community, which is a good thing. But then there's just one area over here. You know, I, I, I want to call out somebody and I hope he doesn't get embarrassed. He's, he's, he works here, but I've said this, six times to Diana, at least in the last two months, about Isaiah, who um, who is in our accounting department. Isaiah Cooper. And awesome. I, he's an awesome man of God. I love him. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to shout him out because he can sing. And he can sing. And he's been asked to to, to do that. Yes. You know, and so and Ashton would love to have him. She needs a male vocalist. But here's the thing. I, and I don't know why. <clears throat> it's none of my business. But I do know this. Regardless, he's out when we leave church on Sunday He's out shuttling the parking. He's a parking attendant, and he's standing by himself, and he's and he's moving people along. And I said it again. Every time I see it, I was like, God, just bless him. Whatever he's whatever he's asking you for, give him. Mm-hmm. Whatever he's seeking, give it to him. And here's why: because it's that's not a glamorous thing. So sometimes you have to remove yourself from the community, so to speak, not community as a whole. Go to another small group during the week. But sometimes while you're hanging out with someone doing their calling. I don't mean community in your small group. While you're hanging out with someone doing their calling, you might miss Christ in your calling mm-hmm. or in what he's trying to do in your life yeah. in this season. I don't think Isaiah is called to be a parking lot attendant, but I think what he's doing right now is very important for him and the Lord. Yeah. And he's focusing on Christ rather than just community, overtime community. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. overtime community. It's like this is my small group. I feel called to, you know, as a single mother, you know, to this group. And that's a wonderful thing. You need to be there. But then I've got a couple of other things, you know, that I could be doing, but I'm, I'm just going to hang out over here. And I think that that could be some of the things that we run into, you know, you have to get deliberate. And sometimes, you know, to kind of get here and, and kind of kick the note part off, sometimes God, you know, in extraordinary circumstances, sometimes it's mystical. Sometimes it's like spiritual. Sometimes it's amazing. He's like, just, oh, you know, like when Jesus got out of the river from being baptized, it was like, you didn't need to be a rocket scientist yeah. to know that he was called because God, the father speaks audibly. That's going to get your attention. <laughs> and then, and then all of a sudden the Holy spirit the, in a form of a dove, that's going to get your attention, fall on Jesus and he says, this is my son in whom I'm well pleased. Everybody there knew what was going on. So sometimes God moves that way, right? And those, those moments can be beautiful. Those charismatic moments can be beautiful. And, and they, but they need to be tested. But here's how God ordinarily moves. Through careful thinking about how we can best love him and how we can best serve our neighbor in the moment. Through praying for, you know, divine direction, Right? And, and I need I need to pray for purity in heart. Yeah. I you know I need I need I need your divine guidance, right? And that's how he normally does it. Yeah, so not true. necessarily through the supernatural, you know, monumental moment. But anyway, I don't know if any of that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like hanging out. Like sometimes you, community is important, but Christ but Christ might be trying to get some of that community can be just like you filling filling time 
which could be used for things that God really has in store for you right now. I think no matter where you're, you know, <clears throat> you're, it is that you feel called in life. And it, it, like he said in, at the beginning of this, it doesn't have to be anything relating necessarily to church ministry. Or I'm a firm believer that sometimes it's your job that's your ministry. And that's what you, you know, if God's called you to that, like steward it. Um, but, you know, I think it's not necessarily about the, um, the what it's about the heart and the motive of the heart. You know, I think, uh, David in in the Bible, you know, he was a shepherd uh, when he was called to be, when he was called to be a King, but guess Mm -hmm. right away. And I think we've used this, you know, story before talking about similar things, but when he was told, Hey, like you're anointed to be King, he didn't go straight to the throne. He, he actually went back to the field to go like shepherd sheep. And like, and do all the things he was doing before. And I, I just think that even speaks volumes to sometimes the way that like, you know, God speaks to our lives. Like, Hey, I have a plan for you. I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you. And it's a great promise that he's made us. Right. But sometimes we can, as believers get so fixated on this promise that we're not sitting in preparation and we're not allowing the Lord to just work things in our lives that he needs to show us and develop us. It's like, Hey, this is the big picture, but here's how we're going to get here. We, we like to ignore the, here's how we're going to get here part and we like to just go straight head first in into this dream and into this delve into it yeah (laughs) delve into yeah we like to go head first into it and go straight there and say i need to get to the dream i need to get to the dream i need to get to the dream when we realize like we don't realize that we're running aimlessly when we're not walking that process with the lord and allowing him to okay lord even when and even if i don't get there tomorrow i'm gonna stay faithful in today Mm. Right. And I think that's sometimes so often what we forget to do. We forget that we're like, even though tomorrow is there, tomorrow's big, tomorrow's bright, the best is yet to come, that today's still here. And yeah. today I still got a steward today. And I got to be present for today because God has things today that He wants to teach me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not, and it may lead to tomorrow. And that's great if it does. And if not, I'm still going to be faithful in today. That's and, good. you know, I think it's, it's learning to say yes, not to just the dream. It's learning to say yes to the work in between. It's learning to say yes into the faithfulness in between. Um, and when we do that, I think it it begins to show that the like that we're walking in obedience and that we're not just walking and fixing this dream. You can really <laughs> tell, you know, character. I think when you look at someone that, yeah, God's called me to this. Okay, I'm going to look at your today and see see what are you doing to you know walk in that calling and I, you know i'm guilty of it i'm not perfect of walking in you know every day and saying let me be super diligent i messed up i've made mistakes and like we all have been there but it just it's a good indicator i think even in your own life a check and balance system is am i fixated on the dream or am i fixated on what god's doing right now what god's speaking right now so i can have an ear open to him right now not Amen. for tomorrow come on that's some preaching right there in case you weren't listening that's some preaching right there. <laughs> and Matias said a pretty cool comment earlier. I just got a call out. Ashton must like yellow light. He said no. because she had that big Yeti. That big I yellow. run yellow lights sometimes. She, well, that's really good to admit. <laughs> that's really good. Hey, yellow hey. means slow down. It doesn't mean you can't go. Yeah, I love her as her father. I love hearing that. <laughs> so you got to take after your mom on that one. <laughs> good driver, guys. Can, can I just say this? God is a father. He's not a dictator. Mm. It's good. God is a, is a lover. He's not a puppet master. And can I just say this? 1 Corinthians 13, I mean, all through the Bible, right, God speaks on freedom. I mean, but in thir- 1 Corinthians 13, 11, you can look that up. But he, he doesn't give us freedom just to render it irrelevant. 
He wants us to have the heart of a child, but listen, the mind of an adult. Like, I mean, he wants us to have the heart of a child, but we can't, we can't think like a child. And let me give you some practical things. I mean, these are some of the things I think we all like deal with. I mean, you got to learn to say no, right? In order to say yes to God's purpose for you. And let me ask this question. This is just some maybe little humorous things. And obviously these are three generic type things. There's a million, and then maybe you can put in the comments if you're why. And if you put them in the comments, and and it's not too too late, we might comment on a few of them just so the those listening um, by audio sources can can hear some of these as well. So, do you find it hard when you get requests like you know, hey Mike, will you will you please go with me to my cousin in law's birthday party? Nope. <laughs> He's, he does. I don't. Know I definitely said. do. Yeah. Okay. How about this? Do you, do you find it hard when you get requests? Like, hey, can you help me? house sit my pets no, or hey can you watch my can you watch my kids for me or hey can you can can I can I can you please you know feed my animals for me now listen there's there's a difference in like doing something out of the kindness of your heart but then now you're the go-to person every Monday because you did it one time out of the kindness of your heart how about this do you find it hard when you get requests like look are you in the area okay can, can you give me a ride to the doctor's office or hey can, hey, can, can, can you can you can you give me a ride to work and in the next thing you know it's like, well, yeah, you're in the car and you're talking to him. And it's like, yeah, for the next couple of months. And it's like, really, you're, you're getting these requests. And sometimes, look, there's a difference in, in a favor and being a blessing. Hear me on this. If God's speaking to you to be less selfish and do more for people, by all means, don't use this as like, hey, David you're said really on the out. podcast, <laughs> like, you know, I should say no to those. But I mean, are you a pushover? Are you getting, are you getting pushed around with these requests? Mm-hmm. And there's a million others. Yeah. So if, if that's you, right, you need, you, we need the help of the Holy Spirit to know when to say yes and when to say no. Because I'm going to tell you what happens if you don't say no to the things that you should say no, or if it no longer <clears throat> is something that is a blessing, but it's a crutch to somebody. What happens is not only do you not help the person, I really believe this eventually, but y- you it can be part of, it may not be the only thing, but it can be in a, it could go along with a series of things that are designed by the enemy to spread you too thin and to wear you out and to exhaust you and to, to lead to, to, you know, burnout and those things, because if those minor type things can, can, can come, can be combined with major things that you have to deal with at work or at home, and then you're having bad days maybe because of some legitimate struggles that are going on. And then these things come along. Yeah. You ever heard the phrase, the straw that breaks the camel's back? That can be the, the thing that just is there as a source of frustration. Yeah. And I think these are important. And, you know, honestly, I, I feel like as you're talking, like the Lord just kind of gave me this picture, right? And mm-hmm. I'm going to use my cup. I'm sorry for those listening on audio. You should go yellow watch light. really fast on the video because... Sorry about it. Her, her Yeti is bright yellow. Yes, my Yeti is bright yellow. But, you know, this, um, I'm just, I got a picture in my mind when you said that. You know, th- pretend like this represents your life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm pretend I'm filling with water right now, right? So here's where, you know, someone, this is this is something I have, some, I maybe have an obligation or something I'm, I have an opportunity to say yes or no to. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Yeah, I'll do this. Yeah. Up gets a little bit higher, gets a little bit more full. Yep, yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah, and then you you ask God, hey Lord, like, what do you have for me today? Oh well, it looks like your tank's already full, <laughs> right? And like we didn't even make room for what he what we wanted God to do in our lives. We didn't even make room for what He had for our lives and in our you know 
the plans he had for us because we I was busy saying yes to this and busy saying yes to that and then also say yes to this and do this thing and sometimes it's not even bad things you know it's not even bad things that we're saying yes to sometimes mm-hmm. it's good things but it's not god things and there's Ooh. a difference right Come it's on. not it's not just oh yeah i'll say I'll say yes to, you just have to be intentional with your yes, I guess is the point. And it's it's a matter of, are you going to say yes to everything so that you can give God the last bit? Or are you going to say, okay, God, I'm going to let you, you say yes. I'm going to say yes to whatever it, you have for my life and build everything from that foundation and not leave no room. I'm going to leave room for you. I'm going to leave the first of my life for you. The first start of my day. Okay, Lord, what do you have for me? Mm-hmm. Lord, before I answer this, you know, this question of yes, that's going to pro- maybe have me say yes or no to it. Lord, is this, you know, is this something that I should I should be a part of right now? Is this something I should be doing right now? Yes or no? Like, give me direction. Give me wisdom. And he will use people in your path to, you know, point you. He will use maybe things in your path to point you. Um, and God is always speaking to us. But I think it's sometimes a matter of are we listening? Yeah. And are we willing to hear what he, he has to say. Yeah, and so this is something maybe we can put in, paste it into the, out of our notes into the notes on, on, on the two, two streams. How can you use, this is a question that you know, I want to put there so maybe those watching it even later um, from the video can, can answer this. How can you use your nose well and appropriately? Mm-hmm. How can you use your nose well and appropriately? It's not just say no like Adelie for the sake <laughs> of saying no. Right? How do you how do you use them effectively and well and appropriately? How do you avoid the guilt that comes from saying no? Yeah. And so, can I just say this? I said this earlier in the week, knowing it was in the notes. I I just kind of referenced it uh, maybe a couple of days ago, but I'll say it here. And this this is something also you can post paste into the notes. But nothing comes for free. Yeah. And hear hear me on this. Nothing comes for free. When you say yes to anything, you have to actually say no to a few other things. That's good. I'm going to say this again because you got to get it. Nothing comes for free. And when you say yes to anything, you have to actually say no to a few other things. And there's only, if you couldn't see those of you that were listening, when Ashton, you know, if you didn't get this, she had a Yeti and the Yeti's yay full. (laughs) You know, it's only had so much room. I said yay full. I guess that's that's pulling that back. The King James. Yeah. Yay full, delve (laughs) into the Yeti. But, wow. you know, Ashton has a, a Yeti and there's only X amount of room in it. And then you, you, you fill the, the Yeti up. She was saying, so if I, if, I, if I take this responsibility on that I'm supposed to, here's, okay, this is this much of my day or life or month or whatever cup is full. And then I, but then every time you take something on, so nothing comes for free. When you say yes to anything, you have to actually say no to a few other things. So when you say yes to something that you're not supposed to, it still takes room up in your cup. Yep. So in order to start living a fulfilled life, right? Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we really want? We want, we're going to live, we're going to wake up, go to sleep, wake up, go to sleep, live. And in order to live a fulfilled life, not a frustrated life, these are some things maybe, maybe you can write down, Mike, because we can make something out of this. A fulfilled life versus frustrated life. There's a, there's an, there's an F for an F, right? A fulfilled life, right? Versus, versus a, uh, what's another, another F word that would be, huh? You got me. You guys help me think of them. So we'll, we'll think of these. But a fulfilled life versus a frustrated life. A fulfilled life, you know, versus, versus a, uh, a life that is, that is completely stressful. It's important mm-hmm. to learn 
right? To say, no, maybe that's the title, fulfilled life versus frustrated life. Because those are the two things, right? I want to wake up and do I feel fulfilled or frustrated? The hours don't change. 24 hours in a day, that's Mm -hmm. still the same, whether I'm frustrated or fulfilled. Whether I'm frustrated or fulfilled, right, I still have to come to work. Whether I'm frustrated or fulfilled, Mm -hmm. I'm still a husband and a father and a grandfather. Whether I'm frustrated or fulfilled, right, I still have to live my life. Whether I came into this new year, right, and I looked at it, the things I wanted to get rid of were the frustrations, not the fulfillments. The things I wanted to keep were and grow upon were the fulfillments, not the frustrations. Are you you following me? Mm -hmm. So if you want to live a fulfilled life, it's important to learn to say no. Yeah. And that way you can easily say yes to God's purpose for you every day. Amen? Yeah. So I heard this recently um, at a a meeting that I was at with my pastor uh, and all the rest of our staff. He said this, and he was saying it in a different perspective, but it got me thinking, and I was telling Matias about it. Um, If you looked at my calendar, would you be able to see, if I gave you my calendar, would you see what's most important in my life? Mm. Right. And he was talking about specifically adding your calendar for work and for, you know, making sure that you're, you're delegating your time for work. Right. But, you know, I want to see is, is my time with God prioritized? Is my time with my marriage prioritized? Is my time with everything else after that prioritized accordingly? And, you know, if you, if you gave, if I gave you my calendar, could you read the most important things in my life? Mm. And, you know, that's a big deal. Like, that's a big deal. Like, when you look at that, like, the way you're spending your time, could you just see only my job, or could you see the most important things in my life that God's called me to, which is, you know, first and foremost, loving Him and making Him known, but then my marriage and everything else is added after that. And so, um, you know, that was super convicting when he was specifically talking about that at work, but I was like, wow, like, am I prioritizing certain things in my life that need to be prioritized, Um, you know, or am I just allowing life to just go and can like and organize my schedule for me you know i think it's sometimes it's a strategic thing and we think it has to be this supernatural thing that is just like okay god like fix my calendar okay well start prioritizing <laughs> the things i'm calling you to i think it's sometimes like it's that simple and it's just a matter of managing and doing what god has called us to and just walking in obedience and walking in the practical steps of that Amen. Well, hey, Mike, is, is are there notes below what you're typing? Nope. Okay, good. So we're right on pace for tomorrow. We're going to end tomorrow with some practical steps. And um, so practical steps. We're going to give you six. We're going to comment on those. But these are going to be some practical things that you can write down that are going to help you understand when to say no, how to say no, what to say yes to, how to say yes to God. And here's the thing. This is, I believe tomorrow is going to culminate this whole series. So don't miss it. And invite somebody to it. And uh, we love you guys and appreciate you. And uh, I tell you what, I already feel like I'm accomplishing more this year just based on uh, this series. So hope you're having a great, great Thursday, guys. Peace out. Thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys are enjoying this series. And we will wrap it up tomorrow on Friday. But I'm going to run through a few things really quick before we head out. If you guys would like, we have a daily encouragement text that goes out every single day at 8.30 a.m. EST that you can opt into for free. You can text the letters EZGC to 813-522-3356. To all of our live audience, we always appreciate you guys being with us in the chat with your comments, your your emotes. I, I don't know why I talk that way sometimes and I have weird inflections on my voice, but we appreciate you guys being here. If you can't make the live stream, there's always the option that you guys can keep up with us in two different ways. Number one, you can go to YouTube, search Game Changer Podcast Live, 
go to our channel, hit the subscribe button, and hit the bell so that you get notified when we upload each day's episode on replay. You can also find us on your favorite podcasting platforms on the audio side of things, Apple Podcasts being the biggest one that we push, but we're also on Spotify, Google Podcasts, pretty much all of them out there, we're on there. But whichever feed you listen to, make sure that you subscribe to us on whichever one you use the most. If you're listening to this episode or watching this episode on replay, you guys can join us live every single morning at 8.30 a.m. EST on Facebook and YouTube live. Just go to either platform, search Game Changer Podcast Live, and we will show up. Make sure that you follow us on Instagram. We post short bite-sized clips of podcast episodes, phone wallpaper, shareable graphics, and quotes from the show and more. Make sure that you guys find us and follow us and then hit the bell on those as well so you get notified when we put new stuff out there. As we start the year, we've been talking about this a lot. Blueprint is our newest and featured Bible plan that will help you guys lay out what your year is going to look like. It's a five-day reading plan on version of the Bible app, so make sure that you guys subscribe to it, read through it, and then let us know what you think. But thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you right and early tomorrow morning as we wrap up the series for Red Light, Green Light. And on that note, we out. Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villas Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.